Welcome to a special series of the Camarg podcast, ahead of the 2021 spring budget. We've asked some senior members of the Camarg team from across our offices to make their predictions on what could be in the budget across a range of sectors in business in the built environment. We hope you enjoy. Hi there, I'm Greg Fillimore. I'm the Associate Director, uh, and these are my headline thoughts on what we can expect from transport in next week's budget. So I think one thing we can all be certain of is that, that key themes of this budget uh, will, be, will, be covery, uh, will be recovery and low carbon investment. And, and how that translates into transport policy is going to be a very fascinating area, given that, that is a, transport is so closely linked with, with carbon reduction and, uh, and future investment. So while we've seen a suppression in, in travel patterns um, during COVID, that's, uh, we, we risk looking at that as a, as a short-term measure. And actually, as we, as we look forward to, to recovering um, from COVID, you know, we can expect, you know, all the data suggests that we will get back to travel patterns and holidays and so on um, pretty quickly. Now, one of the key points always in every budget is fuel duty. So let's um, lean into that one straight away. Will the Chancellor raise fuel duty? Won't he? I don't know. A few days ago, I was feeling that he might do, but the rumours are now that uh, that he's going to not grasp the nettle and, and continue that that freeze. That feels to me a little bit short term. Uh, a, a rise in fuel duty could be a really good way of trying to incentivise uh, adoption of electric vehicles and other low carbon vehicles, which of course are are free of duties. So let's um, let's see what happens there. But uh, I wouldn't bet against him carrying on freezing uh, fuel duty. Um, that will be good news for freight operators um, because they're always uh, keen to see fuel duty frozen. But I do wonder that if he does increase fuel duty, whether he might, um, the Chancellor might um, give an olive branch to the freight industry and um, see some major investment in alternative fuels for freight. Um, the possibility of banning the sale of diesel freight by 2040 has even been mooted as uh, called for by the, by the National Infrastructure Commission. It would be a bold move, but uh, don't be surprised if decarbonising freight features heavily uh, and is given funding in, in this budget. Similarly, I'd expect to see some key announcements on electric uh, vehicles and, and particularly EV charging. We've already seen some movement on that since the last uh, budget and and clearly the government has brought forward its um its ban on pe- petrol and diesel cars um, since since the last budget uh, as well but we've got a long way to go uh, a policy exchange report identifies that we need to be looking at thirty five thousand EV charging points a year if we're really going to um, move across to to full scale electric so uh, that is an area um, that we really need to look um, look at uh, and something that I think across the nation, um, if we're really going to achieve um, electric vehicle uptake, the, the Chancellor needs to be pretty ambitious there. And, and any uh, any avoidance of that, I think, would be a bit of a, an own goal. Um, strangely, I, I wouldn't expect to see too much on major infrastructure, uh, major transport infrastructure, this, this budget. It was among the key headlines uh, in 2020. Uh, Highways England were given £27 billion um, to support the um, investment, next five-year investment in the strategic road network. Since then, we've seen major investments in um, HS2, uh, East-West Rail, and and even Northern Powerhouse Rail uh, as well. So it seems like a lot of the national infrastructure investment cards have been played already. Um, So yes, the the Chancellor almost certainly um, give a nod towards them, but I don't think that will be new funding as such as a, as a repetition of existing funding. 
So public transport perhaps is, is an area then that, that, that feels timely um, for this budget. And I, I, for one, will be looking to see quite carefully what the Chancellor does. It, it, it's something of a, of a crossroads. You know, usage numbers are down significantly because of, of COVID. And um, there are some studies suggesting that people are actually nervous about going back onto public transport for, for, for health reasons. But, but that's a, a total loggerhead to a, to a government that's committed to, um, to low carbon uh, and, and trying to reduce road-based um, emissions. So I'm I, I looking at this area uh, very carefully. I, I think that you know, there needs to be a, you know, a long-term commitment to, to look at urban transport. And again, something that the, uh, the National Infrastructure Commission has, has called for. So uh, all eyes on the Chancellor there. Um, working with the subnational transport bodies, working with local authorities, um, finding a way to, to actually get sustainable and long-term investment in public transport is is a challenge, but one that really needs to be to be answered. And then just one final point is one of aviation. So um, there have already been announcements in aviation, and the, the government is clearly looking to, to green the sector. But I just wonder, with with COP twenty six at the end of the year. Um, Something a little incongruous there, the idea of holding a major climate change conference, but having delegates jet in from all over the world. So maybe they'll match COP26 with a, um, even more investment in uh, alternative fuels and hydrogen fuels, perhaps, for, for aviation. It would certainly be welcome. Aviation makes a massive contribution to the economy. So um, with all eyes on, on Tuesday, I think aviation could be, uh, be one to look at. Thanks for listening, and we're looking forward to seeing which of these predictions make it into the budget on the 3rd of March. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to subscribe to the Camargue podcast on any of the main platforms, or you can listen to our other podcasts, as well as find out more about us at our website at www.camargue.uk. Thank you.